Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to More Than Amused podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and others on important and forgotten female artists of the past. Hi, and welcome to More Than Amused podcast. Hi. Um, I'm Stani. And I'm Sadie. And we're just going to introduce ourselves today so you can get to know a little bit more about us and why we're doing this podcast in the first place and how we even know each other and everything else. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like I said, my name is Sadie. So I'm a singer and a songwriter. Um, I've recently just graduated from Utah Valley University with my degree in commercial music. Um, Yes, I did get a music degree. Yes, I know that that's not always people's path in the music world, but it was my path and I loved it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just graduated from there. Now I'm trying to figure out what the heck to do with my life now. And I guess the answer is this podcast. <laughs> um, let's think. What else should I mention? Um, how did you know you wanted to be a singer songwriter? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been write- writing songs and singing, like, since I was a kid. Like, I was definitely, like, the cousin who would be like, all right, family reunions. We are now going to turn this into a full-length production and mm-hmm. perform for the adults with this original song I wrote about Minnie Mouse. So come on now. Like that was definitely (laughs) me as a child. And like, I always liked telling stories and like Mm -hmm. when I was little, I like wanted to be an author. So I think it just, but I also love to sing. So it just like naturally turned into me writing songs. I think I like started my first songwriting notebook when I was in like fourth grade. And then, and then now I have a lot of songwriting notebooks. And been doing this for a while. So, yeah, it's like literally just like I I was that (laughs) annoying kid. I was that annoying cousin that was like, hi, you want to have fun? No, it's rehearsal time. (laughs) I don't think there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But like the younger boys would always be like, can't we just play? And I'd be like, no, 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 no. No, No, we are not living up to our artistic potential if we're playing at the family party. (laughs) that's so funny turning everything into a project (laughs) of course of course I love it so one question I think probably everyone will want to know is like why did you decide to go to school I feel like the reason why is like growing up I guess I just like always wanted a college degree and like honestly that's that was such a emphasis in my home like with my parents you know it was like go to college get a degree and so when it came to like graduating high school it was like you know if I'm gonna spend four years of my life Mm -hmm. investing you know money and time into something I might as well be studying something that I love 
and that I can gain from. And so I found a program that was not classical music because that's what a lot of college programs are. But I found one that I thought would be awesome. And it was. And so, you know, like I said, I think it maybe originally it started just by like the default of I should I have to go to school and get a degree. But then it turned into, well, might as well get a music degree because that's what I want to do. So let's learn as much as I can. And, And also, too, like I'm a very natural student. Admittedly, I thrive in a school culture. And I love assignments, Mm -hmm. like give me something to do and I will do it (laughs) and I will do it great. (laughs) So it just made sense and I liked it. It was awesome. So Mm. now I relate to that a lot too for like natural Mm -hmm. student. I feel that. (laughs) But yeah, I think one thing that's cool with you though is like seeing what's happened because obviously there was like a lot of people just in like our Mm -hmm. community high school that we're all interested in music, but yours has mm-hmm. continued and like you're still doing it and you know how to do it like completely on your own and you like don't yeah. need anything else. And whereas a lot of other people, I feel like who went the other route, um, it kind of tapered off and they're not really doing that anymore. Yeah. So yeah, so I feel like it like helped you like continue your passion and like know how yeah. to like make it work for you instead of it just like dying off. Yeah, it's almost like forced me to like try and make something of it because mm-hmm. it's like, crap, I've spent these last, <laughs> it was end up being five years and all this money investing into being better. But then it like, it was cool too, because being in this program, like it showed me all these different elements of music that I wouldn't have learned on my own probably. Like I wouldn't have known where to approach it or I just really wouldn't mm-hmm. have had the chance to. And I feel like it turned me just into a more sophisticated musician. That's awesome. Yeah. I went from like, you know, being like the 17 year old girl who like wrote whiny songs on my guitar about my boyfriend or my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. And then, but now I'm like, oh, hey, I, I'm a real musician and I know how to write a song. And like, so if anything, Mm -hmm. like if that's all I got from it, like, I feel like that's worth it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's valuable. And then recently what I've been up to is just like, well, I've always been like, I've like released a couple songs on like Spotify and like iTunes and everything like that. It hasn't, you know, hasn't done much, but this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also like working on like writing an online songwriting course, which, you know, is just supposed to be to teach beginning songwriters how to start this and how to approach songwriting. So besides the always writing and recording music, the online course right now is like my, that's my baby that we are nurturing currently. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So what about you? I feel like that's plenty of me. Well, I am Stani, and I am currently in the Bachelor of Fine Arts program at Utah Valley University for their graphic design degree. I'm in my last year, so I've got two semesters left. I'm pumping it out. I'm so excited to be done, but it's been wonderful. I guess, like, how I became a graphic designer is actually from high school. I took, like, a digital media class my sophomore year, and I was the only girl in the class. I remember that. So that was weird. And then... um, 
we learned like the Adobe programs, like Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and I think one other or something. And like the minute I figured out Illustrator, I was like hooked. It was like something where I was like, oh my gosh, like you can create art like this and this is how it works. And it like made more sense to me than anything ever had because I always loved art. I went to like an arts integrated charter school. Like I was in theater. I took piano. But um, like I always felt like I wasn't like a good enough like visual artist per se because I could never make anything look as realistic as everyone always wanted it to. And so even though I loved it, I didn't really want to spend my whole life painting. But graphic design was something where I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. This like fits in perfectly with what I like. I feel like I can create this way. And I was already kind of obsessed with like advertisements and fonts and everything else. So it worked out perfectly. But yeah, I've been doing it kind of ever since then. Um, Obviously on a smaller scale than now, but that's kind of how that happened. What about like, okay, how about projects are you currently involved in? Like what's like your coolest projects that you have been a part of? Oh my gosh, I have a lot going on. Um, I'm the graphic designer for a nonprofit called Women's Ally. Um, ALI. Everyone should check that out because it's awesome. Uh, they are helping women within the arts to obtain like leadership skills. And so I do all the graphic design for them. And some of the fun things have been like event branding, which I'd never done before, where it's like an entire event. And I'm doing like all the stuff for it, like the signage, the programs, everything. So that's been fun. And then I also am interning right now for the UVU Center for Social Impact. So I'm working on a lot of the same thing, kind of event marketing for them. I think I've found something I like. (laughs) And then um, other than that, I freelance a little bit on the side when I find things that I love. I've done your cover art for all of your songs and stuff and even some merch. I know. I was just going to say yeah. that. Like, worlds collide. <laughs> She's done all the graphics for all the music I've Oh released. my gosh, I love it and so much. Probably will for the rest of my life, so. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I love it because it's, that's really fun and it's fun to, like, listen to a song and then, like, help you bring something to life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Other than that, it's just kind of, like, whatever comes up that I'm passionate in I'll take it and yeah like this like this so we met in high school mm-hmm. sophomore year I, yes. I realized when you said theater I realized that we first met in Susical, the musical <gasps> you're right we did yes I was trying been- to think of like the exact moment that we technically met because yeah. like you were in my biology class too but you oh. sat at the front and I sat at the back. So I don't think we ever talked. No. But I like knew who you were. And I don't feel like we became friends in Susical. No. But it was just like, oh, yeah, that's that's Donnie girl. Yeah. I don't know exactly. Probably it would be junior year when it like cemented. And yeah. it was like we did that Shakespeare like little skit together. <gasps> Yeah, no, it was the Shakespeare Festival. Yes, our junior okay. year, mm-hmm. and that, that was, was theater. So yeah, yes. we were in like the I don't even remember what it was called. 
advanced theater or something like that whatever it yeah. was <laughs> I, I, I yes I think so uh, yeah. but we went to the Shakespeare Festival in Cedar City and for um our little performance thing that we had mm-hmm. we didn't we weren't performing for that though we did that before but we were in like a scene together and then anyway then we ended up being like roommates on the trip with Allison yeah and then, that's when we became friends yeah, and we bonded <laughs> I like forgot about all of that yeah it's kind of like, hard you said you said theater and like a whole like box of locked memories in my head just like opened of like oh yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like it's actually funny because you're one of the people in my life that I feel like we had a very like gradual but very like mm-hmm. easy friendship where it was just kind of like we slowly just started like being around each other more and more and more until eventually we're like oh yeah like she's one of my best friends (laughs) no like literally it's like look around it's like wait how did we get here because suddenly this person knows everything about my life (laughs) and I don't know how that happened (laughs) oh my gosh so good though it's a good thing yes oh and to like put this whole thing into context like Sadie and I have always talked about like feminism and the arts constantly like I feel like pretty much every conversation we've ever had has included some aspect of that yeah (laughs) even like when I was 15 16 and like wouldn't have dared call myself a feminist I was still like yeah but like this thing in pop culture and women it's not right it's not fair I didn't (laughs) know that I was a feminist but I I was yeah no. That's when that's when that word was still a dirty word. Yeah, it was for a while and it was super weird. But yeah, that's kind of the little fun thing behind it. I don't know mm-hmm. like really what else. Um when we graduated, I went on a mission and Sadie went to college. <laughs> yeah, I went straight to UVU. Yeah. So, but you like wrote me my entire mission too. <laughs> I know. Stani was like my missionary that I wrote it too. It was cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then um I feel like we've stayed friends, but it's been more of like a hey, just cuz we're both like really busy and <laughs> I know. But then it's also like when we reconnect, it's like, "All right, so this thing in women?" <laughs> like, yeah. Thing, like it's like you said, it's like no matter what happens, mm-hmm. it's like any conversation will be like okay so yeah and this yes exactly women in the arts (laughs) (laughs) that was so true and then um so like I came up with the idea for this podcast from like my art history classes so I'm actually getting like an art history minor which is funny because like graphic design I feel like people don't think we take that many art history classes we take all of them Mm mm-hmm but I was sitting in class and I started to realize that women weren't being brought up like hardly ever (laughs) there was hardly any women in it um and I was like wait like where are the women and then the teacher brought up I'm gonna say her name wrong Artemisia Gentileski I think and he started telling her story and a lot of her stories about like how hard it is to be a female in the arts at that time and uh, finally I was just like why have I never heard her name like I went to an arts integrated school I read art history books for fun when I was little like I love this stuff 
how come I've never heard of her? Like, where is she? Why is it taken this long for her to come up? And then it made me realize that there's probably millions more <laughs> that I've never heard of, that have never been mentioned. And so I started kind of thinking of like how I could use that idea to come up with a project. And originally it was going to be like a blog or like a website or something. And then it hit me and I was like, no, I need to like talk about it. And so I was like, I need a podcast. And then immediately Sadie came to mind because I just knew like she'd be the person that could help me bring this to life. And like I have a lot of visual arts background and she has a lot of like music background. And then we both have done theater And so I just felt like it was this perfect overlap of everything. And plus, with every conversation we'd ever had, I just knew that you'd be someone that I could talk to about this. And, like, you wouldn't be like, okay, like, shut up now. (laughs) You'd be like, yes, I agree. (laughs) So, (laughs) No, I, I remember, like, when you first messaged me, it was, like, midnight or, like, after midnight. I was, like, laying in my bed. And then I just, like, got this text of, like, I have this really good idea. And I was, like, haven't heard from Stani in a while. What? A, okay. <laughs> and then I get this huge long text about, like, you told me that story. And then you pretty much said exactly what you just said, but in a very long text. And then I was, like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then I, like, I turned to Jordan, who is my husband for context. And I told him and he's like, well, that's just like your brand. And I'm like, I know this is literally what I love. So I was on board from the very beginning. So. (laughs) But I'm excited to be doing this finally and like to bring it to life and happy about like I don't know what we've already talked about. I feel like this is going to be really cool. So. So like as far as like what we want to do with this podcast here, like obviously it's going to be a lot of highlighting women artists that we admire that maybe history hasn't remembered, whether that's on purpose or not, Um, or, you know, just like those lost women in history Mm -hmm. so that'll be part of it but also just like women and the arts Mm -hmm. in general yes it's definitely like there is an aspect to this that is like art music history but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that it's like current for everyone too because I know there's going to be things that come up that we want to talk about and we can't do that if it's just like a historical podcast (laughs) so there's definitely going to be like current topics about like being a woman in the arts and what's going on in the arts and then also um educational in like helping you learn about people that you've never heard of or maybe like vaguely heard of and that's it Mm -hmm. yeah so the name is more than a muse and kind of the reasons behind that is because all throughout history women have been viewed as like the muses of men statistically i think if you look at it there's more nudes of women in any art museum than actual paintings created by women which is whoa really sad just looking at it from that aspect and then even in music i feel like all the popular songs are usually about women there's like some there's like statistics of like you know the top like most songs if even if it's like sung by a woman it's maybe not written by a woman 
or like as far as like the songwriting and the producing of the music it's very male dominated yes so even though the arts are like i think associated a lot with females 80 percent of art students are female um but yet when it comes to like the working field i think only 40 percent are so there's like a drop off that's obviously happy happening where they're like, oh, it's fine for you to be an art student. But then when it gets to like the professional level of it, that sexism mm-hmm. is still there. And especially with like leadership positions, like you mentioned, like there's hardly any gallery or studio owners that are women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same with like producers. I know a ballerina who told me that she's never had a female art director when like literally all of the ballerinas are female. Oh, wow. So, like, there's this weird ratio happening where, like, something Mm -hmm. is going on where women are still being discriminated against in the arts, even though people don't want to assume that that's happening. Because when you look at the arts, you see a lot of women. I remember, like, the very first thing that, you know, obviously we had to think of was, okay, so what is even, like, what are we calling it? Mm -hmm. And... I love, like, I just love the concept of, because I remember you, you, like, mentioned, like, I feel like something with the muses could be cool, but, like, I don't know. I just, I love that concept of it's, mm-hmm. like, because, like you said, like, with history, it's, like, everyone, like, everyone associates the word muse with, like, oh, she's my muse, this mm-hmm. and this, which is, like, that's great. Like, I could be a man's muse. I- I'd be fine with that. <laughs> but also it's like, but I'm, but I'm more than just mm-hmm. like your little inspiration. Like, yeah, I'm also a creator. <laughs> yeah. I feel like summing up women as just a muse is kind of a very mm-hmm. like sit still and look pretty kind of concept yes, where it's like, absolutely. just sit there and be beautiful and inspire me, but like, don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's fine but like there's nothing wrong (laughs) with like inspiring people like that's great but at the same time like you can do so much more than that and you are so much more than that and like there's not a single female out there that needs to feel like their only purpose in life is to inspire a man to create something (laughs) like come on (laughs) we can do better than that (laughs) so that's kind of where it comes from and even just, like, if we're going to go clear back to, like, the idea even of the muses, um, they are, like, the goddesses of art and creation. And back in the day, like, people used to have to, like, thank the muses and, like, dedicate everything that they did to them because they literally didn't think that they could create or do anything without mm-hmm the inspiration and it was seen as more of like a guiding hand kind of like an active participant in the creation and not just like a yeah yeah something to look at is like a reference for your great work so so like the muses in of themselves is like an example of like women in the arts either being rewritten or yeah yeah and it's crazy because like they were credited for like inventing everything that we have in the arts and now they've been summed up as just like a ghost that comes and whispers things in your ear at night when you need to be inspired so yeah that's kind of behind the name and um i feel like it sums up what we're Mm -hmm. kind of trying to do essentially Mm -hmm. is just like help women to see themselves as more than just inspiration but also to be able to see themselves as like the masters of the greatest works and worthy of like being 
in the top museums and like the top record labels and everything else. I agree. So I guess that's it for now. Um, I feel like that's that just sums up who we are, why we're doing this. Um, I'm super excited. About Same. This. Yeah. I ha- we have a lot of fun things that we're going to talk about. <laughs> we do. We have like a long list and it's getting longer. So I don't <laughs> think we're going to end anytime soon. Like we're not going to run out of content. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, okay. So a quick shout out to our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to follow us, it's just more than amuse.podcast. Um, we're on Instagram right now and Stani is awesome because she's one I love our branding I'm just gonna like pat her I'm not patting myself on the back because I didn't do anything so I get to just pat her on the back for that um but also like you're welcome um but I like it too because you know beyond just what we talk about here on the podcast like also on the Instagram there's also going to be additional content so if you're interested in women and in the arts um and yeah if you're passionate about that too you can also follow that to get additional just information Mm -hmm. and content about that definitely and we want to involve all of you that are listening in future episodes for sure so we're um definitely going to ask if there's anything that we should cover um especially if like maybe you're a dancer or like an opera singer or something and you have people from history that you want us to talk about because obviously we don't know as much about a lot of those other industries. We're going to try, but we don't know everything. True. Yes. So so you can definitely recommend people to us or topics that you want covered. And then I think eventually we also want to have interviews Mm -hmm. with people about their different experiences within the arts. So if that would be something you're interested in, we'd love to know. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So follow the Instagram. Keep in touch with us. And I'm just really excited. <laughs> oh, but also I need to shout out Sadie for she's literally handing all of this, handling all of the sound of this too. So that's why we're the perfect duo. <laughs> yeah. We're a, we're a match made in podcast heaven. For um, real though. <laughs> Stani can do all the branding and make it look pretty because my brain doesn't even like that at all. <laughs> I can't do that kind of stuff, but I can, I can record the audio. You make it sound pretty. (laughs) Yeah. True. So that's the two sides of it and it works out great. Exactly. Okay, cool. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. I love that you're here. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.